solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, so it's time to talk Texans with your favorite Locked On Texans podcast, your team every day. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Happy to join you guys today. Happy to be joined by Cody Davis, who's been at practice, been at training camp, and was at the game this past Saturday. You guys know why we're here, and I can't wait to hop into it. But first, this NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in starting yesterday. So we started yesterday all the way through September 8th. Cody Davis, what's going on? Let's talk Texans. We got a whole lot to discuss, cuts and more. And for this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to break down the Shaq Lawson trade that sent him to the New York Jets in exchange for a 2022 six-round pick. And then we're going to close out this latest installment of Locked On Texans discussing the latest news regarding Deshaun Watson, a conversation that we actually had on yesterday, but we're going to continue it here today. But to get this latest installment of Locked On Texans kicked off, John and I want to first take a look at the latest roster cuts that have been made because as you guys may know later on today matter of fact today before 3 p.m central time the texans along with the rest of the nfl must get their roster down from 80 to the total 53 and as john and i record this latest installment of locked on texans on yesterday the texans moved on from carnell armstrong Trey Davis, Carson Green, Danny Izzo-Adora, a guy that I was really high on throughout training camp, Ryan Izzo, and of course, as we mentioned, they traded Shaq Lawson. But the one guy that I noticed was cut on yesterday that I do want to mention is Buddy Howell. And that is actually going to lead us to our first topic that we want to discuss. And that's why Scotty Phillips deserve a spot on this 53-man roster. As we saw throughout the preseason and what we saw throughout training camp, the Houston Texans are going to be an offense that's going to rely heavily on their run game. And when you take a look at Mark Ingram, you take a look at Philip Lindsay, you take a look at David Johnson, those are going to be your three primary running backs. I'm looking at Scotty Phillips and I'm saying to myself, this guy could arguably be the Texans' best running back that they have. Especially when you compare his preseason production from what we saw out of Philip Lindsay and David Johnson. And it's going to be real interesting to see what they do with Scotty Phillips because not only does Scotty Phillips deserve a spot on this 53-man roster, but he should also be utilized in their run game as well. Because when you go back and take a look at those last three games, Phillips was easily the best running back that the Texans had. Absolutely. And for me, when I look at Scotty Phillips, I'm looking at a player. He's been able to find creases. He's been able to find holes and get to his point, make one move, not dance around a lot, and get to the second level. His averages per carry has also been outstanding, might I say. 
So when I look around this running back depth chart, cuts are going to start getting made. We get that. We understand that. But ultimately, I think it does come down for Houston to three running backs. Now, they already let go of Buddy Howell. I think that was expected. But Burkhead, Phillips, and David Johnson. David Johnson has not shown a lot outside of that last game where he rushed for 30 yards on, uh, I want to say, four attempts. That was the first time we actually saw a glimpse of how David Johnson was when he finished off the season. Remember, he finished last season very good. That was the first time we saw it in the preseason. I will say was was not fair to him is the fact that he hasn't gotten those carries and opportunities. But Scotty Phillips is younger. Scotty Phillips at this time just looks better. What separates the two, when you look at this depth chart, because the case can be made that David Johnson, Scotty Phillips, let's also not forget about Philip Lindsay, who has not looked the par throughout this entire preseason. And I think Houston had no problem moving on from Shaq Lawson via trade, got a sixth round back uh, for that player. When I look at Philip Lindsay, there's plenty of teams around the league that may need that young running back. Because when I look at David Johnson, to get it back to that point, he makes too much money. At his age, with his injury history and that contract, you're not going to be able to move on from him, right? And that's, that is what it is. We're not going to harp on it too long, but his contract compared to some of the things that goes along with it, it's going to be hard to move him. Now, Phillips and Johnson, I'm sorry, uh, Scotty Phillips and Philip Lindsay, the Phillips is throwing me off. But Scotty Phillips and Philip Lindsay, those are, and, and Rex Burkhead, but I think Rex Burkhead isn't really a big factor. But those are the two running backs that Houston will have their hands full with simply because you may look at the player that you brought in and had high hopes for, but it's the same for Shaq Lawson. They traded for him. And by the way, Bernard McKinney was cut by the Dolphins. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a trade we're talking where, cuts right now. That's a trade where both teams lost. Both teams lost. Houston traded for him, got Shaq Lawson, reworked his deal, just traded, just traded him to the New York Jets for a six-round pick. But you can also look at the same with Philip Lindsay. We brought you in. We had high expectations. But throughout your time here, other guys have just outplayed you. And is it because your name and what we expect for you to do, we're going to keep you around? Or are we going to actually reward a player that's busted his ass for the last couple years? Scotty Phillips has been around his team for the last couple years. Busted his ass has shown that he can play better than you at this time and what we want to do. You got this, you got carries, you didn't prove much. He got carry, he proved a lot. So the running back position for Houston, outside of Mark Ingram, we know he's a lock. I think David Johnson is a lock as a third down back, plus the price moving forward. Houston does have their hands full. Are they going to keep four running backs on this roster and use Scotty Phillips in more so of a special team role? Or are they going to look at it and say, you know what, let's cut our losses with, with Philip Lindsay, who, by the way, Houston only signed him to, I think, a 2.5-year deal. So you're not losing out on that much money. I do think the Texans will be better off if they move on from Philip Lindsay. One, that opens the door for Scotty Phillips to be used in the run game. But two, and most importantly, 
I can actually see Nick Casario trading Philip Lindsay and getting something back in return versus letting him walk for nothing. Kind of similar to what we saw out of what he did when they departed from Shaq Lawson. And there are teams around the league who would be willing to make a move for Philip Lindsay, given their running back situation, especially when you take a look at the Baltimore Ravens after they lost their running back in J.K. Dobbins. And for you listeners out there, I want to paint a picture so you guys can get a sense of how much more production the Texans got out of Scotty Phillips versus Philip Lindsay and David Johnson. In three preseason games, Scotty Phillips rushed for a combined 155 yards on 25 carries. Philip Lindsay rushed for 33 yards on 15 carries. David Johnson rushed for 29 yards on five carries. So, we know Houston will have a, a difficult time cutting this roster down to 53. Number one reason why, they don't have too many clear-cut, without a shadow of a doubt type of players. And that's fair to say. They, they brought in nearly, what, 60 new players? They had a, a bunch of transactions throughout the offseason, right? The, the offseason was labeled competition. So throughout this competition, you compete, you get cut. It is what it is. That's the NFL. This is no different. We like Philip Lindsay, but there's also something that Denver was seeing from their hometown kid that they drafted. They chose Melvin Gordon over the player who had two back-to-back rushing yard seasons, a thousand rushing yard seasons. Melvin Gordon who missed time over Philip Lindsay. When he came back, he split carries. So that's very telling in itself. I, all I'm saying is Houston has to be fair and not pick a guy because of name and pick a guy over because of value. That's that's, And I think this is a, a classic case of name versus value. I think Scotty Phillips winning that battle. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all of pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available in 2021. BetOnline is your online sports book experts. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON. And continuing here with this latest installment of Locked On Texans, Johnny and I are going to discuss and break down the trade of Shaq Lawson, which was a little bit disappointing, by the way, because listeners, Johnny and I really thought that Shaq Lawson was going to be the turning point for this defense. But here we are (laughs) a a day after they traded him to the New York Jets. That was literally a missed opportunity for Nick Casario and the Texans. But I'm looking at this, and it it goes back to what, John, what you and I talked about in the last segment, because you mentioned that when we talked about whether the Texans should keep Scotty Phillips, 
and moving on and the possibility of them moving on from Philip Lindsay or David Johnson, you said a statement that I want to focus in on just a little bit. You mentioned how you hope Nick Casario and the Texans do not reward a guy based off his name and based off what he used to be versus a guy who is busting his behind in training camp and preseason is someone that they can actually use for this upcoming season. If this was the last regime and Bill O'Brien, Shaq Lawson would still be a part of this team. However, it's not. Nick Casario is a general manager who isn't afraid to move on from a guy. It doesn't matter what your name is and what you've done in the past. And when you take a look at Shaq Lawson, he is not the guy that he was in Buffalo. He wasn't that guy in Miami. And clearly, he wasn't that guy in Houston. Nick Casario isn't afraid to move on from a guy like Shaq Lawson, which will open the door for guys like Jaleel Johnson, Jacob Martin, Demarcus Walker. And I'm naming those guys because those are guys who, especially Jacob Martin, we kind of had questions on whether or not they would be able to make this 53-man roster for the upcoming season. But all those guys that I just named had a better training camp, had a better preseason than Shaq Lawson. But on the flip side of that, the only negative that I can see in the Texans departing and moving on from Lawson is the fact that with this trade, they will have to pay nearly $7 million of his contract for the next two seasons. You know what? That's okay. That's okay. If you like, I mean, it would have been different if Lawson was giving you the effort and it just wasn't, you know, working out. And Saturday was the, like the, the flag at the mountaintop. Like this is what, has been going on. Omen, who outplayed you? Martin outplayed you. Uh, I think Whitney Mercer is, is another player where you may look at it and say, man, I think he he, he costs too much to cut, so we got to keep him around for at least one more year. Uh, Walker outplayed you. Jenkins outplayed you. We, we can't really put you on the interior, and there's a play that's floating around in that last preseason game where Shaq Lawson – you just knew his time in Houston was over with. Didn't even get touched. It was a ghost touch, and he fell down. We got to get you out of here. You don't want to have a bad contract and a bad player taking up time from a player that can actually get on the field and do something positive. And I will say is, gradually during his time in the league, Stack Lawson hadn't worked out the way you would have thought him. He was going to work out coming out of college, number one out of Clemson, not the number one pick, but – it was a number one draft pick for Buffalo in 2016. He was only able to play 22 snaps in 2016, 32, 39 snaps in 2017, 43, 47, and 55 over the course of the next three years following 2017. Combined for 20 sacks in the last four years, switched defenses, went from a 4-3 to a 3-4, not ideal for a player like him and, and what you would want out of him. But overall, it's not like Houston is missing a 10-sack player. The highest he's ever had in the season was in 2019, where he had six and a half sacks, 18 pressures, and 32 combined tackles. That year, he also missed seven tackles, which was 17.9% of his tackles. It's not like you're missing a dominant DN where, you know, He's going to give you one of those J.J. Watt moments. Remember that sack that lit up the, the stadium and it turned into Houston beating Buffalo? Hmm. Like You're not getting that. So moving on from him, 
don't don't worry about the money. Like the money is for Houston and the the great job Nick Casario did of getting this salary cap to where it is now. I think it hovers a little bit around seventeen million dollars as of right now. The last time I checked, considering where they were in the hole as the offseason started, like the money's good. Well, Casario don't want the bad player. Cuddy don't want the bad player. Lovey Smith, who has coached some of the most dominant defenses in the 2010s, they don't want a bad player. And Lawson was taking them space. So it's good. Go ahead, man. Listen, go. we'll send you to New York. They need a guy. They just lost Carl Thomas. I'm sorry, not Carl Thomas. They just <laughs> lost Carl Lawson. Yeah, turtleneck. So they needed somebody to replace what he was going to be able to give them. And now that opened up the door for players like Jordan Jenkins. They opened up the door for who they open up the door for Martin to play more snaps. You know, they may open up the door for, for, for them to try to slide Ross Blacklock down at times, work him differently from the three to the one to the five, depending on the situation. Like, that opened up the door for Houston to do different things. Demarcus Walker, might I add, to do different things. Jonathan Gennard, like, I'm naming all these players that actually had good training camps and decent preseasons or a good preseason. So he's out the door. There's no love lost, no love found. Just move on to your next destination. I definitely want to tell you guys about Direct TV, though. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live. Could have caught that game, the ESPN game live, against Sycamore Bishop, Bishop Sycamore versus IMG. Right? You can catch that game live. Another device that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friend logging in for all the good stuff. Well, Cody and listeners, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost 353 99 at advance, a big chain store, but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. 
RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The Locked On NFL podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can listen to right now. Follow the Locked On NFL today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Another day, another Deshaun Watson discussion. Our favorite topic. Everybody's favorite topic. Everybody's favorite topic. And I mean from the from the national media to the local media to the, the fans that have that are engaging Texan fans. And I love you, Texan fans on Twitter, man. You guys keep me rolling. There's a couple of y'all I would like to shout out, but for show purposes, I will not. But I love a lot of you guys, man. Actually, you know what? Side note. My Lyft driver, talking to him the other day, I want to mention this, but I forgot. My Lyft driver, I believe his name was Ron, cool guy, man. He believes Houston will win more than five games. He said there's an over-under, take the over on Houston winning more than five games. Yes, sir, I'm he not the only thinks, one. He also but I got him at Deshaun five. Watson, you got him at five? Mm-hmm. He also thinks Deshaun Watson will not be here by the end of the season. That's what we're gonna talk about. Sean Watson, everybody's favorite topic, right? When I'm looking at what I'm looking at what's going on. David Cully was asked again about Deshaun Watson in that situation, uh, and whether or not it's difficult to commit a roster spot to him. He's keeping the coy like he always has. Uh Brian, we talked about Brian Flores, the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. What he said, the Texans are prepared to have Deshaun Watson. On the 53-man roster and inactive every week. That's according to multiple league sources. This is, of course, per Aaron Wilson, a friend of the show. Watson, who has issued a standing trade request with no deal intimate, will be paid $10.5 million this season. That's his salary. So Houston is committed to not moving on from him until – his legal situation is cleared up, and they really want two things. And I've they want his maximum value, which is a lot right now. The asking price for Deshaun Watson is fair, it's just not clear. There's no clarity behind the situation. They want his maximum value back, or Cody, they still may want to try to work this thing out. Now, to Deshaun Watson's point, outside of a couple of days, he was showing up to training camp. He was practicing. He was getting in some reps with the team. Uh, he was out there helping coach up some of them boys as well, man, doing everything that you would kind of want him in his situation to do. Like, he's, he's still adamant about not playing here, I guess, but it did seem like it was taking the turn for the better for both sides, I'm going to communicate with you. You communicate with me. I'll do what you ask of me. I won't be a distraction. 
whatever you, the media chooses to do to make me a distraction, that's not on me. I'm going to control what I can control, do what I can do. I'm the captain of my faith, master my soul. I had to throw that in. But he's been attending and, and being very, being participating, participating, I'm sorry, with the team. And the team has just been saying, hey, he's doing what we asked of him. And I think he is. So they may still be trying to work out some things. Philly made that trade for Minshew. Discussed that yesterday. I really believe Miami is a team that wants him badly. Miami and Denver. But you cannot ask a team for what you're looking for. And that team may be willing to give it to you, but there's a lot of stipulations that they're trying to put on it. Like, hey, if he doesn't play, this pick turns into this pick or whatever the case is. And Houston's like, nah, either you give it what we want straight up or you stick with your guy. Here's a here's here's a conversation that needs to be had, right? At what point, and we've applauded this guy, Cal McNair, for staying the hell away from the media, the news, and out the public eye. We've applauded him, but at what point do you look at this situation and say, hey, Cal McNair, we know Janice isn't going to do it. You got to finally step in. You got to. You well, can't continue to run or hide or you know whatever it is. And, and I think for 95% of the last three months that we haven't heard from Cal has been great. That allows people to differentiate between you, Jack Easterby, Cal, Cully, and his team. We haven't heard anything about Jack Easterby as well. Like, that's been good. That's been a positive. But at some point with week one, with Cody, 12 days away, 13 days away, like, mm-hmm. go ahead and say something because your mom and your late dad, they put you in charge. And now like a statement maybe, or just come on and say, we're waiting on the right, but it's something because I, I think, I think these are the moments that can make or break an NFL owner. Of course, winning and not winning are the number one and number two things, but, when you have scandals and issues like this, like if it was Jerry Jones, we would have heard from Jerry Jones by now. I think if it, if it was Robert Kraft, we would have heard a little bit about the situation from Robert Kraft. Remember, in the last 20 years, he's seen his share of scandals on the field with his football team and off the field as well. Right? We've heard from owners. Jim Mercer, we've heard from owners. And those owners were able to win the media or, or have a fight in the media it just seems like right now, Cal has completely laid down and said, hey, you guys do all of that. I'm going to enjoy my life over here. I could be wrong, and I may be, but I also feel like at some point, step in, Cal, say something. <laughs> well, John, I feel the complete opposite. The less Cal McNair says, the better, in, in my opinion. But looking at the Deshaun Watson situation, look, once again, this is why I feel it's best for the Texans to wait out, wait it out a year and move Deshaun next offseason. Because what you don't want to happen is to rush into a trade. And then I'm pretty sure that's the ground Nick Casario is standing on. Because when that whatever deal they decide to take back for Deshaun, <laughs> that deal is going to set this organization up for the next five years. Because you're going to get players and you're going to get draft picks. And I get it. The Texans are asking a lot for Deshaun Watson, but once again, you're talking about a guy who is at worst a what? 
the the fifth best quarterback in this league, what the Texans are asking for, they should get three firsts, two seconds, and a couple of players that can that they can actually build around. The Miami Dolphins matched that, and just like on yesterday, we talked about the possibility of the Texans going after Tua Tunga Viola, especially considering how bad the quarterback room is here in the city of Houston right now. Plus, and I do want to mention, if the Texans wait an entire year, they move him next offseason, maybe you'll have other teams involved that's willing to give you what you want for Deshaun. Because like I just like I, I just I'll mentioned. say this, man. The Washington football team trying to roll with Ryan Fitzpatrick for 17 games with Hennicky behind him and 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 then and, and, uh Allen, no Kyle Allen. Hey man, listen. That's a team that's gonna be willing to give up three firsts in two seconds. And I also say this just like Miami, maybe more than Miami, they are defensively ready. Hmm. And they got McLaurin, they got Gibson, they got weapons out there. They may be they may be in a better position. Than Miami is. It's just who wants to like when you look at cities. Do you want to go to Miami or DC? And remember, it's really up to what Deshaun Watson is going to waive his no trade clause for. Do you want to go to Chocolate City, or do you want to go to, you know, Miami? You know, uh, welcome to Miami. Will Smith, the whole song. Where, where you want to go? Miami gonna win ten times out of ten. No, <laughs> given his situation, you might want to stay out of Miami. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two eyes. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.